0: A dipshit. advice from a dipshit advice from a dipshit it's advice from a dipshit with matt stronger hey uh this is advice from a dipshit episode number 6 uh we're back and uh still on top still the number one podcast in the world uh look <laughs> it up now uh thank you to everyone who's who's made it uh god to my mind already a fantastic success we got uh, tons and tons of downloads uh, Remember to rate it. You know we always say that. Go on iTunes and rate it. Give us a bunch of stars, minimum twenty four. I'm pretty sure I know how it works. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's 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 been gold. So thanks for coming along with us on this on this wild ride. And let's just just never stop. Uh, thanks to Amanda and to all the people who call in. And uh, with no further further ado, okay. Let's okay. do the first call.
1: Hold on, hold on. Okay. I have a gift. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I did since for the, because we launched the podcast yes. and it was a yeah. great first episode. I got
0: glasses.
1: <laughs> but read what it says. Oh my
0: god. Okay. Uh, I've never shared this, but I'm just gonna read the glass <laughs> and explain.
1: Yeah. It says
0: May Saint Kevin Bacon bring unto us many blessings of good recordings, laughs. And greasy skillets. Um, when Amanda and I first started, and we still do. This is thank you. Yeah, these, I, are, these are yeah. fantastic. Okay. Uh, when we we meet at a, at a place nearby and have. We'll pick uh, one.
1: <sighs> I just I just brought out two beers because I still wanted to pop a cork, but those, I didn't want to drink a champagne.
0: Those are not just beers. Those are those are Belgian beers. Those I, are the strongest yeah. beers in the world. No,
1: so I'm not. I'm not planning on having like the whole thing. I don't want to get like on this podcast. Sure. But I just was like, oh, champagne. Like we're not. We're not,
0: yeah, no, nah. the
1: usual with this. Yeah, it's like middle of the day. But I still, yeah, it's like super the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. But I still wanted like the cork popping, That's like awesome. the sav- the satisfaction. Of the Fuck yeah! So I brought two because I didn't know what kind of beer you prefer. But I like Belgians are my favorite. Yeah,
0: no, I love Belgian beers. Um, but uh, we yeah. we meet in this coffee shop sometimes.
1: Uh huh.
0: I won't say which one. I don't want to get them, uh, mm. you know, mobbed and asking for us because this thing, you know, now we're at like, I think a billion downloads an episode. Yeah. I think it's roughly a billion. <laughs> um, but no, we, we jokes aside, both times we met there, when we were first even talking about working together and, and getting the ball rolling, both times, Kevin Bacon, <laughs> dead, <laughs> like the real Kevin Bacon, <laughs> like no shit.
1: We showed up a week apart mm-hmm. on different days totally, and different totally times. Totally
0: different days. Kevin Bacon chilling, <laughs> and it was one of those things where it's like we're we're both like I don't I say anything to him, but fuck yeah, look at Footloose, he's right there, <laughs> and six degrees of separation, it's
1: separation, yeah,
0: literally a reference point for knowing anyone or being in any movies. Um, and a woman came right up to him and was like, "Oh my god, are you Kevin?" And he's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah," <laughs> and he's like just leaning in the door jam, cool as a cuke. So shout out to Kevin Bacon. So like that's been a running gag it's,
1: it's the patron Nate saint,
0: Saint Bacon. It's the
1: patron saint of the podcast. Uh, bless us. He is yes. a patron
0: saint. So yeah.
1: So that's why I loved these.
0: This is great. These yeah. are great. So awesome. Yeah.
1: Isn't that so fun? How fun. Yeah. Super great. Right.
0: Super great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, are we? Do you want to do this or?
0: Um.
1: No, it's fine. Let's yeah, just okay. say that we did. I'll just I'll just edit it in a cork. Yeah, edit pop, in wait. a
0: cork pop. All right, everybody. <laughs> And then then
1: I'm gonna take those home. I'm gonna take those home for myself later then. (laughs) But isn't this so fun? These are so fun. So I'm gonna leave them here. i will leave them here when we record, and then this is what we can have like water and stuff out of. That's so awesome. Um yeah.
0: I love it. Thank Uh, you so much. Yeah,
1: totally. Oh, I thought it was great. Such a great idea. Okay, let's get to it now. (laughs) I was so excited. It just everything went so well. So cool. Hi, Matt.
2: This is Kat. (laughs) Um, I'm actually looking for some advice. I'm moving to Portland in the next 48 hours. And I just wanted to know some advice. I've never actually moved across states. This will be my first big move. Um, What's your best advice? What do I need to know? But yeah, let me know. Thanks.
0: Oh, hey, Kat. Um, I I assume, first off, you're kind of asking me because I, I grew up there. Uh, I'm assuming you mean Portland, Oregon and not Portland, Maine. In modern parlance, when people say Portland, I guess you mean Portland, Oregon. So I'm just going to assume, you know, though Portland, Maine is is a badass place. And first off, just Portland-specific advice is a lot of people move there a lot. You know, be friendly and and uh, taste what the city has to offer. It's a ton of awesome stuff here, an hour and a half from the ocean, an hour and a half from the mountains. Uh, explore. There's great restaurants, insanely great restaurants in fact, and bars and and things like that. Um, Boy, but in terms of Portland life, geez, what advice? I I haven't actually lived there as a resident since I was like 18 when I left for college and then I came back and got a DUI when I was 28. So I lived there for four months. So, hey, don't drink and drive. That's my advice to you because then you have to move in with your parents like I did uh, at at a kind of a late age. But in terms of the, the larger... Uh, scheme of things, I, it's interesting. You're moving, you said, from a faraway place. Uh, that's kind of the best thing you can do for a fresh start to, to just kind of uh, check things out. So just take a deep breath and experience. And try not to get too caught up in romantic wistfulness about where you were and where you are now. Because we tend to kind of go like, oh, fucking, why did I do this? And, and Because it's good. It's good to make a jump and go somewhere else. I think you're going to an awesome place. Uh, I hope you've priced out rent and employment because it's kind of tough there. Hint, hint. But at the same time, there's room for everybody wherever they want to go kind of thing. I mean, I live in Los Angeles and people move here by the fucking truckload daily. And somehow we seem to still make it work. Uh, So just give yourself some space to uh, to kind of stretch out. But at the same time, I would set, like, kind of a timeline for yourself to get things done. i la. Uh, you know, get an apartment if you don't already get a job, la, la, la. And, um, hey, shit, make some friends. Uh, get out there and, and do the things you like to do and uh, see uh, if you can find your tribe, as they say. So good luck to you, cat. Hey, Mr. Bronger. Love your stuff. My name is Dean, and I have a question about bowel movements. So my wife has always found it funny and weird that I can poop between three to six times a day while she can usually squeeze maybe one out a day. Am I pooping too much? Hmm. Have a great night. Hey, man. It's it's so funny because I am uh, maybe not as regular as you, but I'm super regular. And uh, my wife basically has the same deal. Uh, put it this way, she, uh, she, she'll just be like pooping and a pain when she walks by the bathroom. Let's if like she makes fun of me. Uh, but uh, no, man, listen, I'll put it this way. I remember going to a doctor and being like, uh, do I have, have a problem if I'm taking a lot of craps? And he's like, well, do you feel faint? Do you feel like you're losing uh, nutrients and vitamins and things? I'm like, no. He's like, no. He's like, no. He's like hey, Going a lot of times is not a problem. It's like never going that's the problem. Is what I've been told. I mean, don't take medical advice from this dipshit, so to speak. But generally speaking, I think you're fucking fine, man. Uh, You're definitely ripe for being made fun of. I have, you know, you probably have the same thing I have, which I call an an excited to meet people butthole. Where uh, if I have to go, uh, I'm sorry. If I have to go, like, if I'm about to go someplace, it's like, oh, my butt's like, knock, knock. Hey, man, I got to take a crap. You know, and it's like I make everyone wait or like people are coming over the moment they come in the door. I'll be right back. It's the most fucking annoying shit. It doesn't happen too often, thank God, because I I regulate my intake of coffee and things like that. But um, yeah, dude, I wouldn't I really wouldn't worry. I mean, talk with your doctor next time, but it does not sound like a problem. It's just something your wife's gonna make fun of you for. And same thing I get, dude. So join the club and let's never actually form a club. (laughs) <laughs> All right, next call. <laughs> hey,
3: Matt, this is Mike in Chicago. Uh, in a month or so, oh. I'm, I'm hosting an annual corn dog party that means some friends throw. Fuck yeah. And we're trying to come up with some new sauces to have this year. Mm-hmm. Have something original, we like to make some stuff from scratch and just come, up, come up with some cool flavors. And I thought, uh, you know, you might have some good good ideas that we could uh, try out. I really appreciate your uh, your feedback. Thank you much. Bye. <laughs>
0: I don't know about uh, sauce ideas. Kind of everything under the sun has been come up with. First off, congratulations on your hot dog party. Excuse me, corn dog party. Almost started a war. Uh, But um, I would advise, one thing I've kind of discovered to use in sauces, rather than use salt, use fish sauce. But just a couple dashes. It's It's crazy salty. But it's like really freaking good. It's like pure umami. It's like pure unctuousness. Um, so try that if you're like gonna add salt to any of the sauces, try it like a dash. Taste it first. Cause fish sauce is crazy funky, but I like funky food. Uh and I try to stay funky fresh. So congratulations, <laughs> Captain Corn Dog, and um very cool. Let's hear the next call. Uh hey Matt. Uh I am going to have to travel for business and as much as I love traveling and going to new places, I really fucking hate having to deal with like traveling for business going to a place I don't want to go and I always end up being like bored and tired and
2: not happy and I eat garbage food and it's all bad things Hmm. and I know that you spend a lot of time on the road curious to see what tips you might have for somebody to kind of keep themselves sane while they're
3: away from home thanks Beth.
0: Uh, yeah, man, uh, I I know exactly what you're going through. Uh, that kind of dislocation and isolation, and just how do you pass the time? Um, how do you not just sit in your hotel room getting drunk and masturbating? Yeah, I get it. Uh, I would I would try. It. As far as the bad food goes, if you're buying uh, bad food uh, to comfort yourself, Google the locus the, the local vegan place, and uh, you know check for ratings. Check like a highly rated vegan place. Because there's a lot of good vegan junk food. It's not good for you, but at least there's no cholesterol. So that's like a good uh, uh, kind of compromise you can give yourself. You can have comfort food, but it won't kill your heart. And uh, there, you know, check out health food places. Check out places that sell healthy snacks. Get some of those for your room. Give yourself you know some stuff that maybe doesn't have to be refrigerated, but you won't eat it all and put it in your room. Have some of that. Uh, one thing. I like to do is is stop for a drink or two, but just don't stay all night and give yourself like just give yourself a, a moment to decompress with like a glass of wine. And then, you know, maybe have one more and then get the hell out and then kind of wander around. I also like going, go obviously going to movies is a fun one. Maybe you have a hang up about going alone. Fuck that shit. It's 2018. Get out there and see a movie by yourself because it is it is highly, highly, highly underrated. I feel like. And just FYI, we are recording in my living room. So you might hear a, a guy leaf blower outside and, hey, that's his thing. What are we going to do? It's just in the background. I don't want someone, you know, some audio nerd to be like, um, there's clearly something going on. You should pick another studio because you yeah, whatever you're paying, them. we don't have a studio. Even with a billion downloads, an episode, we don't have a studio. Also, I don't know if you're a reader. It's a really good opportunity to just fucking put your feet up and read. Make sure, I would say, mostly, don't watch too much TV it'll it it hurts your eyes and having it on all the time as a constant accompaniment and make you feel less alone is something I'm no stranger to but after a while it just wears on your psyche so what I like to do is I don't watch tv before five or try to push it to six and then I watch how many hours I watch and I keep it to uh two to three you know as if I'm my own child so I hope that helps man yeah, it's funny. Now it just sounds like he's just standing in the walk out in front of my house just revving it. He's like, come out, motherfucker. I heard what you said. Uh, all right, let's roll the next call.
3: Hi, Matt. I have a dipshitty question for you. Perfect. My sister has a peanut butter allergy and she will not stop talking about it. It's like her favorite topic of conversation. I can barely get through a conversation with her without hearing about how like Her flight was terrible because somebody in her row ate a peanut, and she could smell it, and it was awful. Or, like, she couldn't eat the cake that somebody brought to the office because there was no extensive ingredient list on the box that she couldn't read to find out that it didn't ever come in contact with any peanut butter. Uh, One time, a couple years ago, we spent Christmas together for a week, and just for funsies, I decided to keep track of how many times it came up. And in a week, she mentioned it 36 times, 36 comments about her peanut butter allergy. Uh, she's even got, like, jargon that she's made up. Like, she'll say, oh, I couldn't eat those cookies because they were may make- tame. And it's super annoying and nobody cares. Um, but I know if I told her that nobody cares, it's super annoying, and she'd probably stop doing it, she would call me a bitch and keep doing it anyway. So far, my strategy has been to kind of just like minimally respond when she starts into the peanut butter talk, but she has not taken a hit so far. I know that I should probably take the high road and just let her talk about her peanut butter allergy because I know it seems like she thinks it makes her interesting or special, Um, but I don't really want to take the high road because she's my sister and I don't have to. So what would you do? Thanks.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, I'm sorry to, to, to laugh, but you—you you have a very funny delivery. Um, and, I mean, the, the, you're obviously very fed up with your sister talking about her peanut allergy. But I would say, just to play devil's advocate for just a moment, just keep in mind that this is not like someone being like, "Oh, I'm a vegan" or "I'm allergic to gluten," which I think like half of one percent of us are, something crazy. The, the peanut allergy—like she could probably die if she eats a peanut. Or two. I don't know how the, the whole thing goes. That said, that, that would be very, very annoying. I think maybe uh, I, my advice is loose, but maybe use humor. I wouldn't say, you know, because you, you, your option was to tell her to shut the fuck up, which I'm sure if I were you, I'd probably want to as well. I'd probably just like, oh, my God, enough. Uh, there, there was a time where uh, there used to be this comedy forum. I think it still exists called a special thing dot com that was like. All, all comedy nerds and and comedians and they would interact and people would just post stuff, and there was a comedian who was at Aspen and back then Aspen Comedy Festival was like the big the big deal. It was very hard to get into, and um, it was like if you were chosen to go, like you were kind of anointed. That's that's kind of the the problem with festivals. People think like, oh, I didn't get in that festival, does that mean I suck? Fuck no. They have the amount of people they can fit in and blah blah blah. So. Anyway, this kid, this person was a very and is a very outward, uh, you know, hard in their sleeve person, kind of loud and stuff. And what they do is they would fly you in and put you. I put on, everyone on the same bus. So this guy was venting on this message board for everyone to see, for the world to see, about like like, like he had a problem with going first on this on on this lineup, and he's like, I can't go first. I'm too loud. You know, I alienate people. I, I can't be, I can't, as we put it, take the bullet. If you go first on a comedy lineup, you're taking the bullet. Uh I can't go like wow, well, how can I and he just kept posting and posting and he kept posting like Aspen, Aspen, Aspen. And then uh Scott Ackerman, uh who of you know, comedy bang bang and, and uh everything, he he wrote, Hey man, are he called my name, are you at Aspen or something? And it was just fucking hilarious because he just mentioned Aspen so many times. It'd be like like if someone was just like, "I got accepted to Con, and you know, uh, my my film's going to show. My film's going to show first at Con." And I don't know, this isn't good. This is not okay. I'm at Con, and until someone walks up, like, wrote online, "Hey man, are you at Con or something?" And it was just a great call out. And I'm sure this dude thought it was funny, and I hope he had a good sense of humor about it. So, my advice to you, my joke advice to you, is. Next time your sister is like, oh, I smell peanuts. Like, I can't handle this. she would be like, oh, babe, are you allergic to peanuts or something? You are? Whoa. You know, just give her something subtle like that and make sure it's when your parents are around. And don't do it snarky. Just be like, you know, make it fun. Like, that's nuts. You are? Eh." And it's like, I feel like she could like, so like laugh and punch you in the arm. Like, shut up. You know, but it'll just plant a seed that, fuck, this is all you talk about. Talk about something else. We've cleared the neighborhood of peanuts. That guy that sells peanuts down the street, we murdered him. Like dad buried an ax in his head. You remember. We buried his body in the old orchard. I'm assuming all that happened. But thank you for calling in and I'm, I'm sorry you gotta put up with that. Okay, let's um. check the next call.
3: Hey Matt, my name is Michaela. Um, I'm calling back because there were some technical difficulties with my first call. Um, so anyways, I got married about a month ago um, in Vegas with Elvis, and it was just me and uh, my now husband. Um we did go ahead out go ahead and send out uh, invitation or sorry, announcements to um, all our relatives and stuff that do make reference to a reception at a later date, which we haven't planned, but my so my question is um, what we should do about our registry because again I have enough stuff we're just uh, saving for our house that we want to buy eventually um, so we don't really want people to get us stuff unless it's money uh, yeah that's just my question is how to kind of let people know. That, um, hey, you don't have to get us anything, but if you do, like, we really just want cash. We don't want, like, a bunch of other crap that's going to clutter up our house. Um, okay, so I think that's about it. Thanks so much. Uh, love you. Bye. Hey.
0: Wow. Love you. This is so weird. This is the second uh, uh, call I've gotten this episode that I can directly answer through experience. The first one was the excited to see people butthole uh, guy. And uh, I'm naming him. Like, he probably doesn't have the same. Well, he probably just randomly shit. Uh, maybe not based on events like mine. But uh, uh, your question is exactly what my wife and I went through. Uh, you know, even though I got married at the super tender young age of 43, we, you know, we had we had everything we needed. We didn't need want to set up a registry. My wife was totally against it, which I was just like, yeah, exactly. Um, we have all our appliances. We have all our stuff. And we were looking to buy a house. So what we did is we set up a website where um, it was not public. I forget what it was, but, um, you know, do a little Googling and, and check it out. But there are these things you can set up that just like for your your wedding, um, where people would find a registry, say on the save the date site, uh, they have to enter a code. And what you do is, you know, you send a little card to everybody with that code and they go on and you just write, we would love, like, to buy a house someday. So you don't have to get us anything, but if you'd like to donate toward our house fund, please do. That's what we did. Um, we originally were thinking, Oh, let's do like a vacation thing. But like, you know, that's, that was kind of bullshitty because what my wife and I do, uh, we put all our frequent flyer miles together once a year, uh, and then just pick an exotic place or just a faraway place or foreign place. And we, that's our vacation. We go, um, you know, that's like our once a year blowout. And so we're like, oh, let's do like a big honeymoon. But it's like, we already kind of do that. We don't want, like, we don't need someone to fly us to Rome or any of that stuff. What we want is a freaking house. And I mean, I think congrats to you for not just being like, oh well, let's just have more shit. And for recognizing that it is a good idea, you know, once you're, you're locked into the, the horrible bondage of a marriage. To have a no. Uh, like, when, once you're in love and you're staying with that person and you're making it real and you got El- El- married with Elvis, so that's forever. I meant it. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean that to, to sound shitty. You yeah. married by Elvis, fucking, it's definitely real. <laughs> hey, when did he become such a prick? No. It, it, go for the house. So, yeah, just set up a site. And because it's like people just want to give you money, and frankly, honestly, it's easier. Than having to go through everything and go oh fucking oh shit the toaster's taken oh god damn it the deep fryer's taken oh all that's left is a stove I'm not buying your fucking stove you know just don't don't set an amount but just be like it doesn't matter guys if you want to give give but don't break yourself and then that's a great idea so that's that's really wild that you're asking the question of the person that went through the exact same thing and I'm telling you what to do based on my example which I kind of rarely do on this show I am I am you know, Captain Dipshit here. Um, but, but that was a good call. So anyway, best of luck to you.
2: Okay, take three um, for advice for a dipshit. Not advice from a dipshit, dipshit, advice for a dipshit, because I cannot articulate a question to save my life. But Matt, this one is for real. I really think your parents did a great job raising you and I would like to know as a parent myself, what's the number one piece of advice your parents gave you as a child that's really stuck with you uh, into adulthood? Thanks so much, Steph in Portland, huge fan of yours and uh, can't wait till your next stop here in Portland and for your next special to come out. When's that thing coming out? I'll, I'll be keeping my eyes peeled for announcements, but thanks for bringing back the podcast and uh, thanks, Producer Amanda, for deleting my previous <laughs> advice from a dipshit question. Okay, uh, that's all. Uh, have hey, a great night.
0: Hey, thanks, Bye. Steph. Um, that's very nice to hear. Uh, actually, my parents failed horribly, so I never talked to them. No, they, they're they the best. I, honestly, I can't really think of like a piece of advice that uh, that, that they, there was one thing they always told me. But it was more just to I, I was, you know, privy to two people that really gave me a great example. They were like, they knew how to have fun. They worked hard. They talked to people. uh, They, my mom would stand up for people when he, when she saw them being, um, she, if if she sees someone being, she saw someone being shitty to a waiter at a Chinese restaurant and she just screamed at her. And I'm not saying you should do that, but it's a pretty sweet move, pretty badass thing she did. Uh, But like, it it was more just like to, 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 to parent by example. To kind of take me all kinds of places and meet people and, you know, take me on little protest marches, which I fucking hated when I was a kid, but I appreciate they did that. Uh, What? Yeah, they did. Uh, But, um, uh, uh, as for where I'm, I'm going to be, this is down the line, but I'm going to be in, at the Aladdin, December 22nd, if I'm correct. So look on their schedule. It's, it's going to be right around Christmas. It's a Friday. And, um... And uh shit, I might as well plug something else. This week I'll be at Montreal and at JFL. So Steph, don't fly there. It's the festival's going on and it'll be a madhouse and way too much like you were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But definitely uh come see me, the Aladdin. I'm on I like always I get a bunch of amazing local killers to open for me. So um and awesome, thank you for, for calling in and for for being so sweet and uh Portland Forever. The special by the way is called Finally Live in Portland. So there you go. Yeah. Um, oh, so that's the, that's the end. As always, call in everybody 323-763-0228. If you've called before and we haven't played you, you can call again, but just not the same question. Uh, and uh, at the um, Patty, the Patty, as we call it, <laughs> um, the Patreon, the Patreon, whatever uh, is at Advice from a Dipshit, and uh, we're at Advice from a Dipshit on uh, Instagram and at dipshit Advice on the old uh, Twitter. So uh, thanks, Amanda, and thanks everybody who called in. This has been Advice from a Dipshit 6. Thanks, guys. Advice from a Dipshit. Advice from a Dipshit. Advice from a Dipshit. It's Advice from a
3: Dipshit with Matt stronger.